Welcome to Wild Wasteland. Uh, this is Dean Maldonado talking over the airwaves as always with my faithful companion, Michael Johnson. Yeah, this is really exciting. Um, today, what are we talking about, Dean? We are getting into a realm that I had to kind of jump into like a pool. I had no clue. Oh, like a cold pool? Just like you have to just jump in. No, it was pretty. Out. It was pretty warm and receptive. Honestly, I was ready. Oh. I was ready for a cold splash, but it was a pretty warm, receptive community. It's a community called uh, Astrology. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the polar bear group. No, I jump into Lake Michigan. Oh, with the polar bear the plunge. Winter. Yeah, the polar bear. Polar bear plunge. I would yeah. never do that. Uh, the water's hot though when it's winter, right, or something? It's Not like really. Hot water. Wait. I mean, it depends on what time that... of year. Oh. At the beginning of the winter, the the lake is still warm from the summer. Yeah. But by warm, it's like sixty-seven. That's pretty warm. Okay, if you're in sixty-five degree water for like five or more minutes, you can get hypothermia. That's crazy. Yeah, we don't have a very warm lake. That's why it has the ability to freeze. Either way, <laughs> astrology. Nice. Yeah. So I'm people excited. think of it as like these horoscopes nowadays, but let's let's go back to the beginning real quick to oh, tell God. you kind of how this whole lesson? thing got started. Okay. So every single ancient culture created their own version of astrology um, because at its core, it's really just a search for human meaning in a wild and reckless universe. Yeah. Which- Like, the, like that, our podcast. Yeah, it kind of sounds like our exact tagline to the podcast. And I feel like astrology uh, owes, us a, pretty, off, they yeah. owes a pretty penny for yeah. that, that uh, copyright infringement, yeah, my 10, friend. 10,000 years of copywriting us. Well, it's at least four. <laughs> I mean, the Sumerians did have- uh, Wait. A, a form of astrology. They did. Are we talking about we Sumerians? No, we're not. I'm sorry. Come I'm on. Sorry. I have to. I have to just mention them because you know that's that's the way they thought that the sky people were telling them weather patterns and yeah, things of that nature. Hero. Yeah. Let's get into that. Uh, however, that sounds more interesting. It's as far back as about 2200 BC is when it was noted. Now, the first actual physical recording of astrological, like notation, you know, is yeah. 1300 BC. Now that's that was my, used. That's my favorite BC. Is it? Yeah. Why? Eh, nice round number. Okay. That's like uh, I'm that's with like you. the pyramids are built then, right? Uh. That's when they say. That's when science says it. But we all know the the truth. It was probably more like six thousand BC. But either 20, way, twenty thousand BC. So in ancient Babylon, which is now Iraq, they uh these are, these are people who looked at the stars. They didn't really have titles at that point. They um they noticed there were about twelve new moons. Over the course of the year, and then they divide. Where the other eleven go? Twelve new ones. We we only got one. What do you mean? We got all we got new moons all the time. That's why we have twelve months. What the what the fuck's a new moon? A new okay. I'm not gonna sit here and explain the goddamn moon cycle to you just because you had poor education. I, public schooling. Same here. Doesn't mean I didn't learn the moons. It's that like saying really I didn't. Attention. It's like saying you didn't learn how to read an analog clock. I don't even know what's an analog. It's literally the one where it flips. So I mean, it's like what? it's reading numbers. It's like, well, uh, move, twelve, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, you crazy son of a bitch. He's stretching out the neck of his collar as we speak. Um, no so respect. they uh, they divided it into twelve kind of uh, twelve twelve parts. Okay, yeah, I like with that. each new moon, and with each new moon there was a constellation, and then they started naming those constellations after certain animals. Nice. So they had like a bull. They had a scorpion. Yeah, that's main baby. And you know that's how they made. Sun signs, which is what you are. What are you, a Scorpio? I'm Scorpio, yeah. Pretty the, cool. Uh, water sign. Is it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, I, I am a Virgo. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. I just know that it's uh, we're supposed to be talkative and charismatic. 
Okay, that seems like you. Yeah. Uh, You're supposed to be uh, shifty and uh, very, very... Um, stubborn. No, 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 not stubborn. It's uh, not, almost clingy, but yeah. in a positive way. Like, oh. like once you're attached, you're like sucked on like a leech. I like that. That's yeah. a, how's a leech positive? <laughs> a leech is not positive. It depends on how you There's use no one it. positively saying like, oh, I got a leech on me. Well, yeah. I mean, what if you're getting uh, a little bloodletting? What if you're trying to get the yeah, leech to suck, suck all that poison yeah, out of your body? Suck. There you go. Leeches are good. Moving on. <laughs> so they actually, uh, there's a thing called the natal chart that they used to make for like major figures like kings and emperors nice. and things like that. Like a vagina? Okay. Y- you're thinking of... A navel, which would yeah. be like your your stomach, oh, like your belly button, oh. But you're thinking, wait, of, you're thinking of something in a vagina, yeah. Which I'm thinking you're probably thinking of like a vulva, oh. Is that what you're thinking of? Wait, a, is that by, by natal, natal, navel, and vulva? That's all I can. Is, that's what I can assume the way your brain oh. went there. Wait, do you not fuck the belly button? Mm, moving on, uh, plead the plead the fifth on that one. The pull out method. So natal charts are actually a snapshot of the sky from basically the moment you're born. They include your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign, which Ooh. is whether the sun was rising or setting when you were born. Wait, wait. How about if you were born at 12 o'clock noon? Well, it can't really rise anymore from there, can it? So wait, 1159? Uh, is that technically still rising? I guess. I guess it would technically still be rising because, I mean, at the end of the day, they, they broke this shit down and then, like, measured the degrees because... They they split the chart into twelve houses, yeah, and they even like include where the planets were, oh. and then they measure the degrees between all of the planets, and then that where they land in those houses affect your life in certain ways and kind of, right, give you a look at to what you're going to be and do and bullshit like that. Does this say an exercise in futility? No, because it seems like seems like the the definition of it. You have to remember this is the exact same time we're like. People knew Jack Squat. They yeah. literally were like, kings would like, they'd be like, should I go to war? And they'd be like, servant, bring me over the goat. And then they bring over a goat, they cut open its stomach, and yeah. they look at its liver. And if it has like a specifically shaped marking on its liver, it's like, that is a message from God. We are going to win this war. We should go right now. Or if it's like the other way, they're like, oh no, that's a bad omen. That's like, a bad goat, yeah. They take, take way too much time to do nothing in this point of history. Man, this is crazy. White people be tripping. I'd be like, uh, should I go to war? Servant, give me the dice. <laughs> Just like, all right, 16, what does that mean? Uh, let's do it. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to war. We're going to war. And yeah, like, let's Yay, do it. Yay, war. So, so Western astrology, like what we use today, was uh, is all based on the book that this one guy, uh, Claudius Ptolemy. Yeah. Uh, got who a P is, in his name, though. He does. He does. He has a silent P. Crazy. Wink. <laughs> uh, he lived... Uh, he lives from 100 to 170 AD. He was a Greek mathematician, astronomer, geographer, and astrologer. So basically, so a he, nerd. Yeah, he was a nerd who played with numbers, a nerd who looks up, a nerd who looks down, and a nerd who stares up for way too long. Yeah, well, he's into the sun. Well, at night. There's no sun at night. Exactly. Wait, is there sun at night? No, just a reflection of it off the moon. But interesting. So he wrote the, a book called the uh, the Almagest. <laughs> that and that was an astronomy book. Oh, what's wait? What's the difference between astronomy and astrology? Yeah, well, Isn't astronomy is like charting the stars and noting the movement of stars and planets. Yeah, and then astrology is seeing all of that and saying, "But what does this say about me?" Well, we just call that algorithm now. Uh, algor algorithmy. 
Mm, this What's is the a, name of the book? The Almagest. Oh, so it was actually it was a phenomenally well-known book. It yeah, was I have the a copy first myself. one that accurately mapped the speeds and rotations of planets around the Earth. Oh, and Which, then they told me that I'm going to have a kid with you're wrong with wrong section. Liver. This is this is astronomy. Yeah, well, that's what happens now. Like you're like, oh, the sun moves around the world, and then uh, flat Earth. And then, you know, that's why my kid's autistic. Okay, who are you and where did Michael Johnson go? I feel like I'm sitting across from an alien sitting inside of a well, meat suit. This is who's a... like, this is obviously how we talk in this place. Yeah, well, this is astrology. These so... anti-vax Donald Trump is are great. Hey, don't get your politics Wall. involved in this astrology episode. Um, so, no, like, I, I'm just confused because, like, I, I built my pyramid. Sure. I got my crystals. Uh-huh. I charged them. Sure. I have my sigil. Yep. Why is my kid autistic? Well, you obviously didn't utilize your chaos magic towards your right. little I one. Didn't jerk off on the crystal. No, I feel like I feel like you're you're focusing your energy on yourself, and so your your child is suffering because you're drawing so much energy out of the entire environment that it's living in. Okay, who are you, and what did you do, Adeem? I'm just saying you're supposed to be the science guy here. I'm just saying, based off the science of how your pseudoscience works. <laughs> you're drawing energy out of the air into the crystals by utilizing the pyramid as a conduit, right? Yeah. No, listen. To charge the crystals, to then affect your sigil, to make your chaos magic work more effectively, correct? I don't, I correct don't believe in pyramids, okay? Correct or incorrect? Pyramids don't exist. Sir, Build a pyramid. Sir, Build a pyramid. Correct or incorrect? Probably. I wasn't okay, correct. So, in drawing all that out of your atmosphere and putting yeah. it into yourself, your child, who is in that same environment, yeah, is yeah. not getting those essential vibrations that <laughs> you're, you're right, stealing. You're right. That's you're being why... a petty son of a bitch with your crystals and your pyramids, and you gave your kid autism. Well, why do they put rat brains in the vaccine then? Because they're smart enough. Fair enough. I believe in milk crates. Okay. That's is that like it? My, is that it? That's like my thing. Your thing is milk crates. Yeah. What's What's your what's your big uh, mentality behind how milk crates help you as a as a as a human? For everyone who's not in this room right now, we use milk crates for everything. He's we not have a wrong. Table I'm drinking has, out of a milk crate. It's kind of it's really complicated because like it's a milk crate that I duct taped everything around, so it's like water solvable, solvent, salviable, sativable, resistant. Let's just, let's just keep going. Okay. 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 So that book is actually pretty impressive. I I know oh, yeah. I know that you the were algor- you were talking about things like you don't understand what happened in the 1700s, but um what happened then? Well, I'll get to that. But America? you have to remember this guy lived from 100 to 170 AD. He wrote a book that accurately charted the speeds and rotations of planets around Earth, which is what we thought that we were the center of the universe. So people then use his charts and notation to make calendars. He's the person who is responsible for the original calendar for like 1,500 years. And so he also wrote this like massive manuscript called the Tetra Biblios, which... <laughs> I think we all know about the Tetra Biblio. Then please elaborate. It's a smart guy thing. Yep. Nailed it. It's considered the Bible of astrology. Oh. And it's all based out of his Grecian basing of astrology. Yeah. And that's what made Grecian astrology popular around the world and kind of 
really synthesized all the original beliefs of astrology, except for in China, which has the Zodiac. The Zodiac Killer's from China, right? Sure. Yeah, I could see that. Sure. Yeah, he was very angry about all the internment camps and decided to take out his anger by fooling the police with hieroglyphic uh, decoding <laughs> things to break down while killing couples throughout yeah. California. Like, oh, I showed the Americans uh, how I do it in China. I make wine country terrifying. Oh, yeah. Rah. Yeah, no, I no, I no. I where I was going with that. I don't know either. I don't know why, sir. <laughs> I, I, I prefer you when you're drunk. Yeah. Where's the malt liquor? It's in the fridge. Go grab some. No, it's going to fuck up the recording, I guess. I guess so. So China, you know, they, they have the Zodiac. And instead of, for them, instead of breaking it into 12 months with the right. different kinds of uh, people that come out, you know, like, because with, with Grecian and now Western Zodiacs, you're a Scorpio because you were born on your day of the month of the year. Yeah. You could be born any other year, same day, you're a Scorpio. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But in the Zodiac, it's based on the year you're born. It's the year based off of a certain animal, and the certain animals have certain traits. Uh-huh. And so people don't want certain people to be born on certain years in order to possibly not curse them. So, so like, so some parts of China have no one born on a certain year? No, you'll just see like a huge dip in birth and a huge boost in birth on certain years. Like year the, the year of the dragon. Year of the Dragon is a very yeah. popular year to have a kid. Yeah, I'm year Scorpio. Year of the Sheep, not so much. I'm a scorpion dragon. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, like imagine I'm a, a dragon with a scorpion tail. I'm a Virgo dog. So Wait, what's it, a Virgo again? Virgo, imagine like, like... fish? No, it's like that angel. It's like the angelic virgin. Oh, you're a virgin. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they tell me. That explains it. Yeah, that's why so we're so charismatic virgin, and alluring. A virgin dog. And dogs are uh, hardworking, trusting, and loyal. Those two traits seem parallel. Yeah, right? I feel like it works pretty well. Like, I'm basically the dogs that go to heaven. Oh. And supposedly that's all of them. Oh, then you didn't even need to be a virgin then. No. It could have just been like a whore. Could you imagine if, like, you're a dog and you spent your entire dog life as, like, the real-life version of Lassie, just, like, saving little boys from wells and, like, getting yeah. little pats on the head, and you eventually get, like, put down like, out it's back because you face. got bit by a raccoon, and now yeah. you have rabies, and you go to heaven, and you're up there, and you're like, damn, I lived the best life I could till I went crazy as fuck, and then you're like, who are you two? And it's, like, two German shepherds, and it's the dogs of Goebbels and Gehring, and they're just like, <laughs> you know, like... Who's Goebbels and Gehring? The, the, the two... Like right and left hand man of Hitler. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, like could you imagine you're like just chilling, hilarious. like you had like a great life, you like saved humanity, and then you're just chilling there with a guy who like probably nibbled on some dead Jews yeah. every, every time his owner wasn't watching. The most evil fucking dogs in the world. And like you see another German Shepherd, and they're like, uh, "Where where were you from?" And he's like, <laughs> and starts playing that black and white clip from like the race riots of like the sixties. Like, <laughs> oh my god, shooting pe- yeah, he's like, like black people with water. You see how nice my teeth were back then. Yeah. Look those, at it, those guys, the guys days. caught in the light, those pearly whites. It's like all dogs go to heaven, even the yeah. racist ones. Even the terrible ones. <laughs> and then you have all those hairless dogs. Yeah, like Einstein's dog is there. <laughs> He's like, I helped invent the atom bomb. And then I died of black lung from all the time he was smoking around me. And fucking his uh, niece. Einstein fucking his niece? We're way off topic. Yeah, sheesh. Get back to the fucking science here, nerd. All right, jeez. So 1700. 1776, take our guns! Okay, fine. I'll skip up to the 1700s. No, I was just joking. Where where were we at? Wow. I was all the way back in the 1300s, but... What was happening back then? Well, I was talking about how, um, you know, there was a guy named Galileo Galilei. Oh, yeah, that guy. 
Jew. Yeah. No. Italian. Yeah. Very Catholic. Catholic enough to when he presented his heliocentric findings that we're not the center of the universe and that the sun is the center of the universe. Blasphemy! Yeah. The church uh, imprisoned him under house arrest until he died and never said that he was correct until 1994. So like, what, like 10 years later? Yeah, sure. 10 years plus like 630. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they really didn't want to believe that we were not the center of the universe for a long time. But um, <laughs> that crazy. kind of throws off a lot of things, including that calendar that Ptolemy wrote. Yeah, um, no, I remember. The Agamete. Yeah, you were really close this time. But then, in the 1700s, it got a little bit worse for astrology being considered like a science because we created a lot of fucking things in the 1700s. Yeah, like America? Yeah. Pretty dope. And, like, you know, we found out about gravity, and we could refract light, and we could make telescopes to see that other planets had moons and, like, yeah. other... Yeah, we, we, You're welcome, the world. Yeah. And uh, so with all that stuff, you know, we, we the, the scientists of the day all got together and was like, okay, we should figure out a way to make sure that this is real shit and not yeah. bullshit if it's scientific or non-scientific. Oh, man. Like, how do you figure that out, though? You know, like, with a method. Oh. The scientific method. Yeah, I guess. But why do you need that when you could just have your feelings? Well, because feelings can't be replicate. I feel Actually, like that this would is a be flat very... earth. Okay, well, that's not a feeling. I feel like, like when I walk down the street, you know, it's, no, it's not curved. I'm just walking straight. What happens when you go to a hill? Don't go to hills. You've never seen a hill? Nope, never saw it. Wow. It's flat. <laughs> okay. Effectively, the scientific method, you would have to be able to prove with some kind of research and some kind of study. Let's say let's say you as a flat earther yeah. decided that you were going to send a weather balloon up into the you know, the upper limits of the atmosphere. Can't flat. No, 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 because you would have the dome theory. Domed. Yeah, exactly. Curve. So you were going to send it up to where the dome would effectively be and NASA see if it would down. be stopped. And you would have a camera on it going the whole time. Yeah. It would record the whole thing. And you somehow found your weather balloon getting stopped at a specific location. Photoshop. This is your findings. They they altered it. No, you want this to show that. NASA did it. You want them to... Sh okay, so it stopped at a specific spot and then stayed there until some mysterious thing came and shot it down. Yeah. Okay? NASA. It's okay. That finding would be awesome for you. Yeah. And so you go to another scientist who does not probably believe the same thing you do. Yeah, because he's in on it. Yeah. And he's he on the, takes he's at, exactly what you did, implicit, and he recreates it. Yeah, and finds it. the The balloon stops at the exact same height for the exact same amount of time, and then just gets shot down. Boom! It's science. Bam! Science. I was, like this. It passed the scientific method. Okay. Someone else took your exact, exact experiment. Yeah, replicated it, found the exact, exact. And that's results. what happened. But it always gets buried by this fucking administration. Okay, back to the skies and less about the earth. All right. No, we're talking about skies. The problem is that you can't scientifically prove astrology. You can't unprove it. What is there to unprove? That it if doesn't you can't prove anything, not happen. You can't unprove anything either. But does it not happen? Are there you, you asking, does it not happen? It doesn't not happen. So you're saying it does happen? It does happen. No. Sometimes. Okay. Moving on. Obviously, you can't, you know, read from the stars and say this is going to affect this person in the exact same way and have someone else 
take the exact same measurements, read from the exact same stars, and say the exact same thing to see the exact same thing happen with astrology. Yeah. It's very, very difficult. If they could, sure. So in 1930, horoscopes uh, became used by astrologers to help inform majorly influential people again, like queens and kings and presidents to make yeah. big decisions. 1930, good time to have you know, foresight. Yeah, you really needed it at that yeah. point. You don't know what's going on. World War One just ended. They called it the Great War. It was supposed to be the war that ended all wars. Yeah, it was done. We're done with wars after mm-hmm. that. So it didn't really become a big thing in the newspaper for people like yourself uh, until this man, R.H. Naylor. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool name. He was a pretty cool guy. He was nailing all over town. Yep, just people named R or H. And he was nailing them. <laughs> all nailers. L. Ron Hubbard, you're getting <laughs> nailed. So... Naylor was a prominent British astrologer who Wait, actually... Wait, is he related to H.R. Giger? No. Oh, is that not how names work? No. Oh. R.H. and H.R. should not be related. Damn, you're right. Especially when they don't have the same last name. Well, we don't know. We do. You just said their <laughs> last names in the same sentence. They were different. All right. So he actually read palms because, you know, with astrology comes terology and palm oh, we got to get our palm read one day. That'd be fun. Place right near my house, does it? But so he read Mark Twain's palm in Grover Cleveland and even Winston Churchill. Oh, I know him. Which that would be a hell of a palm to read. Yeah, it's just like... It's like reading a fucking catcher's glove. Yeah, it's like hairy and like just leathery. And he's like, you masturbate way too much. Yeah, just uh, reeks of, uh, of cigar. So so Naylor um, predicted the horoscope for Princess Margaret based on her natal chart. Okay. And three days after she was born, when he was took the time to kind of study the chart... Yeah. He uh, published a report claiming that she would have a scorn of disdain and an eventful life, both of which were true. Wait, what, wait, what was she? She was the queen of what country? No, this is Princess Margaret of what? of England. Oh yeah. Well, so, there's never been there's when, never been a royal family like the last thousand years that hasn't been disdained. <laughs> I know. So he noted uh, events of importance around her seventh birthday, and a couple of days before her seventh birthday. Her uncle, Edward VIII, abdicated the throne to her father, making her directly in line behind her sister, Elizabeth. Okay, all who, right, okay. as you know, was the queen. Who? Queen Elizabeth. Oh, she's still the queen? Uh, I don't know. Check. Is there a different <laughs> person sitting in the fucking throne? How long is she going to be queen for? Until she dies. Oh, when is that? No one knows. Well, they predicted on Reddit. Say? They predicted on Reddit it was going to be uh, January 5th. Yeah, we, we spend too much time in our slash conspiracy. No, I don't. They post terrible articles. They have bad references. I love conspiracy. However, um, when that prediction came true, Naylor got his own column in the newspaper. In the newspaper. Nailed the column. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But instead of writing from natal charts of like ma- major people, he actually focused on the, ge- on the general public and based it on specifically their sun sign. That way yeah. he could do a new sun sign every day. Um. And, I mean, people loved it. He, his career did fantastically until May 28th, 1939. Uh, what happened then? Well, he made this big grandiose prediction, as he did once a year. Yeah. And he stated with a bunch of, like, charts, and he, like, mapped everything out. Yeah. Uh, that the biggest threats to civilization were, this is a quote from the article. Okay. One, the childless marriage. Two. Sounds like a Republican. The failure of agriculturalists, parenthesis, who are, after all, the key men of any civilization, end parenthesis, to okay. understand the ways of nature and conserve the fertility of the soil. Right. Yeah. That's what he said? Yeah. In May mm-hmm. 1939. Yeah. Before November? Yeah. 
Okay. And so yeah, by September, by, by September like 9th, I believe, or yeah. 7th. Yeah, that's when start that's when uh, World War II started in Europe and went until about 1945. Yeah. So well, November, he kind of November 1st was the when they invaded Poland. Yeah. Kicked off that whole kind of really, kind of really shat the bed. So saying it was agriculture. So he thought it was agriculture and yeah. single mothers. Yeah, no, 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 childless marriage. So uh, it's people just having sex and not having kids. That, if anything, that was those two things were good things. This probably ended the war earlier. Could have, but he, so he had he, all these kids running around. Yeah, he kind of didn't uh, keep his column much after that. Mainly because there was a paper shortage in Europe. I bet he was still upset about it. He's like, what? He was like, no. I can't have my column. All what? these All these young men are going out and dying. So he could have given me two more months. I would have done another prediction. Could have told you how the war would have ended. <laughs> I, was gonna... I see a big flash of light in 1949. <laughs> I think we'll be fighting till then. In 90, 1945, they're like, we're just going to kill oh. you. We're just going to fucking kill you. We're done fighting in 45. You want 49? Fuck you. Yeah. like He just makes really crazy predictions that are actually accurate. But no, there's no so way to wrong. print them. Yeah, they're, they're, no, no, no way. He's like. So after that, you know, it became hard to actually find a newspaper with, without an astro- like a horoscope column because of how popular he made it. Yeah, but he was way off. On that one time, but in other countries, they didn't they didn't post his big predictions. You know, they just oh. saw that there was someone who was doing it, and they're like, "Get us someone who can write a sun sign article every day." I like how they talked back then. Me too. I love it. Like, a, it sounds like um, like in Africa, they would get like his predictions, but they wouldn't get the big ones. It's like when uh, when we send them the shirts of the losing Super Bowl team. It's just like the Rams win again. No, oh, these Rams guys are really good. <laughs> I can't wait to go to America and meet them. And then they come over here. They're like, everyone's like, Rams never want to. They're like, who the fuck are the Patriots? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and then the uh, there there was something that actually really helped astrology get more popular. Gandhi. Was, was uh, this man, Carl Jung, who oh, in, created in psychoanalysis. No, Carl, Carl Jung created psychoanalysis and was huge into astrology. Yeah. He loved the stuff. He thought that... Eventually, it would help unlock secrets of humanity that we can't find out ourselves. Yeah. And so, around 1970, there was something called the Age of Aquarius. Oh, yeah. Freaky fucking. Yeah. Free love, bro. Yeah, it started the New Age movement, which actually astrology was really part of. Like, it was in all the pop culture. People were always talking about sun signs. And then- Everyone was buying their crystals, building their pyramids, boy. Yep. Let me tell you something about the Age of Aquarius. And terrible fucking synth music was everywhere. And so, there was this one woman named Linda Goodman who wrote a book about uh, horoscopes called Sun Signs. Okay. And now, this was like the Take best- fast, back to basics. It was like the best fucking selling book for- Astrology of almost all time. It, it sold like 30 million copies. It was on the bestsellers list of New York Times. More uh, than the allegatory? The 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 uh the algorithm? You're so close. The almagist? The almagist? Yeah, 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 better than that. Well, I mean, seeing as how that was one of the few books that would survive the fires of Alexandria, uh yeah, it sold better than that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. But it was My translated into like 15 languages. It was oh. insane. Like Abba. Yeah. And so the book promised the reader to be able to, quote, recognize people's hidden dreams, secret hopes, and true characters. Ooh. And then it was literally just telling you about how to understand someone's sun sign. And I shit you not, this is literally another quote from the book. It says, sun signs will literally 
change your life. Wait, literally or figuratively? Literally. That word has is, is changed a lot in the last like 10 years. Yeah, but this is from the 1970s. Oh, oh this man, will this literally. Literally change your life. It's like the secret. What does it literally do? Nothing. Oh. It allows you to understand that when someone was born, they might have this kind of trait. Could you sue her for literally saying that? Probably not anymore. Damn it. But so, uh, no, she's still alive and kicking. Wow. I'll get yeah. back to her. Oh, but okay. So uh, it actually it made people think of you know the Zodiac personalities. Now, this pissed off scientists so much. They're that, like, damn it, I wrote my book and no one's buying it. This is the well, best book ever. Well, that and they're also like, that's not science. And so more in, uh, in 1975, more than 180 scientists stepped forward and tried to speak out about it. Yeah. And um, they, they got a group together uh-huh. and they built themselves in size. Yeah. And by 1984, they got the group to lobby the newspapers. This is, oh, I love this. This is like the nerdiest way for scientists to be like, this is how we can tell the public effectively and all together. They started a Third Reich. <laughs> they wanted the newspapers to print a warning with oh. horoscope <laughs> sections saying this is literally what they want, was going to be printed with every horoscope section of every day. Right. The following astrological forecasts should be read for entertainment value only. Such predictions have no reliable basis in scientific fact. Nerd. Who the fuck cares? That's like posting the thing of like Surgeon General smoking cigarettes yeah. will give you lung cancer and you can die. Yeah. It's like, okay. On the back of the cool label so- cigarette box. Yeah, you're like, now you just gave me a badass I- skull and crossbones to rock on my sleeve. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to bring up like the smoking thing uh, where they put like dying fetuses in like the back of those cigarette boxes now. Oh, I've, I've seen all that. Like It's the, all over Australia. Like, it's plain yeah, packaging. Like the, yeah, black lung. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I, when I went they over. They should do that with astrology though. Like, <laughs> When I was over there, I would love to fuck with the uh, with the cashier because uh-huh. I, I you just say like, "Oh, give me the the one with the dead baby on it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, hold on. I was like, "Do you have any that are not the toe tag?" I was like, "I have a lot of the toe tag. I'm yeah. trying to make a collage before I go home." I was like, "I want all the pictures. I want to collect them all. It's I like, like I Pokemon. Have, I have the blind guy. I have yeah. the toe tag. I yeah. have the carotid uh, lung. Artery. Oh yeah, yeah. I have the dead baby. Yeah. I was like, I need one of like the woman just looking scared. Yeah. <laughs> of the uh, the one with the. <laughs> Oh, that's a fun one too. That one's really not that gruesome compared to the rest of them. Well, yeah, but, but it, it, no, I just like uh, I, 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 they should have said um, warning. Uh, reading this might cause fun. Like, uh, yeah, right. Uh, why isn't your life as fucking <laughs> boring and bland as mine? How dare you enjoy spices? So, uh, so that didn't get printed. Oh, and it did not work out. <laughs> yeah, like and astrology got so popular again that um, it, it was took actually over science. Now that all astrology is now replaced with science. No, just my my favorite thing is that um, Ronald and and uh, Nancy Reagan, in in their autobiographies, would talk about how they actually had they would always consult with an astrologer yeah. before making big decisions. <laughs> yeah, they they make fun of her um, uh, on uh, American Dad because uh, like we need to t- contact <laughs> Ronnie, and she's like, I'll contact him. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 all right, now those fucking psychos are gone. Then she starts smoking a cigarette. Oh my god! There were uh, they even made hotlines that you could call. Ooh, one nine hundred astrology. Yeah, it started with like one eight hundred astrology, and then it was like, yeah. it was like they, were, they just multiplied. It was like one eight hundred Daryl. Hey, I'm Daryl. I'm an astrologer. I could tell you your predictions. Like, do you remember Miss um, Cleo? Call me now. No, I was not in a Miss Cleo uh, uh, band wave. It's not astrology, it's uh, the card one, but yeah, same thing. But so um, with that, you know, there there were some issues. Because it, it, it's, it's at a peak. And no, actually, I like this even, part. Even, we should start with this part. Even with it, like, 
it exploded in popularity even more when the internet evolved. Ooh. Because you have to remember that now anyone can make a fucking video of themselves being like, hey, this is Steve. I'm just reading out the sun signs of today. As you can see from where I'm based over in Norvegia. You're like, what? Norvita, California? Yeah. You're yeah. like, uh, they're, they're hanging out in this house today. If you are a Virgo, if you yeah. are a Pisces, you're going to be feeling this kind of a way. So it's just gotten like, way more popular. Ways, bro. Yeah. But it's it's bullshit. What? What is? It's bullshit. What is? All of these fucking readings and these sun what? sign readings what are you, one and of the these nerd scientists? charts. No, no, no. We should start the podcast off with, Warning, this podcast might involve astrology, which is, you know, kind of <laughs> fun. Here's the problem, right? Is that none of these fucking signs are accurate. Why are you talking about? I'm a remember, Scorpio. I remember, feel like a Scorpio. Remember what I told you about when they were all made? Yeah, the moon, the new in, moon. In and... 1300 BC? Yeah, listen, there's a bunch of science books that have written that just never got edited. Literally all of them. Sure. They've but never been none of them really revolve around the fact that it's us looking up at the sky and it's what we see, right? Yeah. That changes because our Earth wobbles and tilts. Oh no! And in the Are last, you gonna add science into this. Listen, in the last four thousand years since they fucking coined these signs, our Earth has gone from about like this kind of a tilt to about that kind of a tilt. Okay, he shows a extreme tilt for those in listening land. Yeah, thank you. So it wait, was, it was like this. Now it's like this. So it was no, like it goes from this degrees? to that. It's probably. I mean, I don't know. It's probably a good thirty-seven at least. Thirty-seven could be almost forty degrees. Tilt. It's it's ridiculous how much of a tilt there is comparatively. So to you're what saying it, that the Scorpio is no longer on November? It could be, but probably on the very, very, very late part of November. Oh no! I'm and you're probably a very, different. Very, very first of November. You're probably a very different sign. I don't want to be a different sign. And I they feel... even they even found that there was a thirteenth sign because the stars have. Because we have shifted so much that we see another constellation. You ever seen that movie 13th Ghost? No. Don't get me on it. Uh, so it, we found another one called uh, uh, Ophiuchus. Now, I can get behind Ophiuchus. everything, but that one sounds stupid. What, Ophiuchus? That one sounds like it's made up. Like, all this is made up, but that sounds and extra Gemini made up. And Gemini and Pisces. Can, yeah. And Taurus. And yeah, that's a bull. Scorpio. I, yeah, that's a scorpion. And... Ophiuchus. That sounds like vomit. Damn it. However, okay, if you ask any of these major astrologers of today, they just don't give a shit. They don't care. They're like, yeah, they don't care. They're like, well, basically, you know, it may not be like what's above us now, but it still tells us about ourselves. So true. fuck off already and stop <laughs> asking me about it. Because you're just really bringing bad vibes, man. Yeah, I'm trying to surf here, bro. And that's the problem. Is that that's what really this whole thing's about. In 1998, the University of Helsinki in Finland. Oh, they man. They published a very aptly named scientific article titled Belief in Astrology as a Self... As a, sorry. Belief in, belief in Astrology yeah. as a Strategy for Self-Verification and Coping with Negative Life Events. Is there like a TLDR for that fucking title? Yeah. It's like basically saying that there's a big relationship, big correlation between if you have negative life events or very yeah. traumatic events in your life that you'll be drawn very heavily to astrology. Oh, people that have negative events in their life are always drawn to weird shit like this. No, but they're talking about specifically astrology. They because basically, astrology. if you've experienced traumatic events, astrology makes you feel in control. It makes you feel happy. Yeah. And it's basically a placebo. Well, there's nothing wrong with a placebo. It works half the time. 
it works when you believe it works. Listen, they're still studying placebo, okay? There's something weird going on there. Yeah, it's literally the fact that your brain can trick itself into something happening because it thinks that it's going to happen. And that cures cancer. Good. Just like astrology. So, now, there are other reasons uh, besides the placebo effect that make people love astrology. Yeah. And the other one is called the Barnum effect. And the Barnum effect is named after P.T. Barnum. <laughs> I, was, I was about to ask. Obviously. Because uh, he's the only Barnum in history of uh, the world. It's like, it's like a, hey. Uh, There's no other real big name Bar- Barnums. Yeah. Except but for so, that guy that was uh, under Hitler. Mine Barnum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Mine Barnum. Mine Barnum. <laughs> what an ass. Thank, yeah. thank God his grandson was much nicer. Yeah. Um, Mine Kumpf. But so... Uh, the Barnum effect shows that basically 99.8% of people can see themselves in any horoscope that you give them. What? No, it's, that can't possibly Yeah, because be it's, it's just general enough that you as a person imply yourself onto it. Read a random horoscope and I'll tell you if I feel like this is me. Okay. Okay? All right. Sure. All right. Let's, let's do the... Let's do the P.T. Barnum effect right now. All right. I'm going to go to this uh, this website. It's actually called Astrology Zone. It gets about 2.2 million hits a fucking month. And you know who started it? P.T. Barnum. Susan Miller. Uh, who's that? The woman who wrote Just Sun Signs. About. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're really paying attention to this podcast. No, this is, uh, this is important stuff. All right. AstrologyZone.com. Yeah. Read me... Any, any random one, and I'll tell you if it's a Scorpio or not. Okay. All right. Emotional involvement is not based on love or pleasure, but on the control and understanding of human emotions and the role they play in the mysterious process of life and death. Though all, blank horoscope, do not spend their lives pondering the mysteries of life and death, most of them are inquisitive, pro- uh, probing individuals. They are fascinated with how things work, especially people. Their mental and physical powers of... Uh, recuperation are remarkable and are truly evolved. Blank can use their uh, can learn to use their powers to help and inspire others. The fuck? What horoscope was I reading? I don't know. Like an alien? Like what the hell is that? That like, was your horoscope, Mister Scorpio. Well, I do feel analytical, but that, like that was crazy. It's like you use your powers to analyze humanity and like all this other bullshit. Here, here's here's mine. Okay, let's read yours. Oh, and by let's, I mean you. As the sixth sign of the zodiac, Virgo represents the sixth stage in the evolution of man and his place in the universe. See, like, this is all weird. (laughs) In Leo, the need is discovered and develop man's individuality and create potential. In Virgo, the need is to find ways to put man's individual talents to best use. Uh, This is why Virgo is known as uh, the sign of service. For many Virgos, the need to make things better is satisfied by pursuing careers in health-related fields. Or in other areas such as teaching, labor relations, uh, environmental protect- protection, social work, or religious counseling. That, that was all the that was all the professions you just named all of them. Uh, though most of them do have altruistic motives in helping others, it must also be said that Virgos have a tendency to act the martyr when their service or counseling is ignored, and it is not unheard. Wow, of <laughs> for them to use guilt as a weapon. When they want to elicit the attention and cooperation of others. Virgos have to learn that helping others to improve is one thing, but pushing them toward goals uh, of perfection they cannot hope to accomplish is destructive as well as impossible. 
That's you. Why was yours all fluff and mine was all fuck you, fuck you, fuck you? No, like, I feel like that's you though. Like you're an asshole. Like, like uh, t- giving you a ride today. Like I was like, you want to oh. hear my Snapple fact? <laughs> no, that's more accurate. <laughs> but, now that one I can believe. Real. I like how the real fact on Snapple is in quotes. It says, real fact on Snapple. Did you know that astrology is true? I, that would blow my fucking mind if it was something about astrology. Uh, no, it's actually that a cucumber consists of 96% water. Who are they quoting? No, it's just, it's just like r- real facts. <laughs> oh, that was in quotes. Yeah, look at that. That's suspicious as fuck. Yeah, their real facts is in quotes, and then they're like... <laughs> Real fact number 839. Watch you look into this and it's like, yeah, we can't actually say it's real because we don't get that as specific as we need to. It's like, it's actually 96.776. Yeah, it's not actually a fact. It's just a thought. It's just, it's just like, <laughs> we, have a, we have a guy named Barry. Hey, Frank! <laughs> he sits in a room and he goes, hmm, A&W was started in 1919. Oh. Real fact. That's a real fact. Well, as long as you believe they're labeling. <laughs> God. Yeah, so basically at the end of the day, uh, with the scientific method, we know that science that passes that method is science, and science yeah. that does not is non-science. And so astrology is, non, is non-science, a.k.a. pseudoscience, a.k.a. bullshit. Yeah, but it's a lot but of fun. But it's a lot of fun. If you want to use it to make yourself feel better, go the fuck ahead. Yeah, like, but it, when I ask someone, what's your birthday, it's not because I'm asking about their fucking sign. Yeah, but you know, it's fun to talk about that kind of stuff. That's a I good just, like pickup method. Like, hey, when when uh, what's your sign? I shit you not. I went and I got an endoscopy, oh, and they always, what? yeah, you know, they shove the tube down your throat to check sounds, out your stomach. Ooh, how are you feeling? I'm doing all right. Okay. Did you eat like corn that day or something? No, I wish that would have been cool. But no, they always ask you that. Like, so do you have any more questions? And every single person, I was like, "What's your birthday?" And they're like, "What?" Just uh, they never get asked another question. So, yeah. uh, oh, yeah, like, I then, hate those. When, and like, then when they're putting me out, they're like, oh, they're like, do you have any more questions? I was like, yeah, sure. I guess, what's your birthday? I already asked the nurse. And yeah. They're like, oh, well, I'm a Pisces. I was like, no, I asked, what's your birthday? Yeah, like, your birthday, not your fucking sign, you dumb. Aren't you a, a scientist in here? Yeah, right. And they were just chatting and chatting and chatting about fucking astrology as I was going under. See? My, my, my very old, my very old uh, doctor was like very disgruntled because they were like, what's your sign? He's like, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm a scientist. Like, I'm a doctor. Like, can we just put him under? <laughs> I don't know. I want this kid out of here. I need to put eight more tubes down people's throats this today. Yeah, and then he's going on vacation. Oh, see, that's, yeah, I'd be pretty pissed off. Yeah, too. he's like, come on, come on. Fuck off with this astrology crap. Let's go. Yeah, so uh, fun episode, huh? Like, that was kind of, that was interesting. That's a, definitely a wild wasteland uh, in, in our brains. Yeah, seriously, our brains are ridiculous. Like, we can look up in the stars and, and see, see, like, random fucking lights and say, you know what? There's a pattern here. But you know what's great about that, though? Is pattern. that for forever, like, humans have basically been the same. Yeah, you know, we're they, all, they, like, they, fucking stupid. Even, even in 1300 BC, they looked up in the stars and they were like, well, that one looks like a guy, <laughs> and he's chasing that horse, yeah. which is trying to run down this bear. And that one looks oh, like a scorpion. And that one's a scorpion yeah. that's trying to attack a fish. Yeah. It's like... What? Hey, you know, that's crazy shit. It's like, no, it's a, it's a cluster of stars that we yeah, can see because like, they're brighter than the other ones around them. But, um, but you know, like the oldest story ever ever told, like the oldest note ever found? No. It was a son asking his father for a little bit of money to get him out of a, out of a pickle. And that, that note's like 8,000 years old. And, <laughs> and it happens today, too. Yeah. I can guarantee that's happening to someone... If we have more than a hundred listeners, that's like uh, that's 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 just like when they um, 
when they found those old it was it was in like the early 2000s there was this, there was this like archaeological dig and somewhere in Turkey they found these clay tablets and they're so excited because they're like yeah. this is the first written thing we've ever this found. This is going to be so it's profound. It's so much older than anything we've ever seen yeah. and they they figured it out they translated it using the Rosetta Stone and all that shit and it was like taxes. <laughs> <laughs> it was just some fucking farmer writing out his taxes yeah. of like I have this many bundles of hay yeah. this many has to go to the owner this many goes to this man like they're like what yeah like uh, the oldest joke you ever heard that mm, tell me it's a joke I don't I don't I don't remember verbatim but it's a like a fart joke about uh, a guy's mother-in-law <laughs> he's like nothing smells as bad as when your mother-in-law farts or something my god I still love the um I still love the uh the it was like the 2006 best joke in Britain. Oh, what was it? Uh, the uh the one about I I shot him. That was that was their favorite making fun of Americans joke. Oh. It like where a, where the two guys Yeah, like, he fainted and they're like, "Did you make sure he's dead?" Bam. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> uh, but this one was uh, a woman and her baby. A woman takes her baby on a bus, and the bus driver looks at her and goes, that's fucking disgusting. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Yeah. She goes to the back. She's all pissed off, and she's talking to the guy next to her. She's like, I can't believe that bus driver would insult my – I can't believe he'd say those type of things. And he's like, oh, well, you should go back up there and say something. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I should. He's like, yeah, you definitely should. Yeah, Here, yeah, come I'm on. Sure. I'll, I'll hold your ba- I'll hold your monkey. Boom, boom. Yeah. Very British humor. I yeah, didn't get I'll, it. What? She, the, the bus driver was saying how disgusting that baby was. Yeah. He's like, don't worry, you go tell him off. I'll hold your monkey. Yeah, no, I get it. Just It was their favorite one in 2006. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's the one, that's the kind of joke that you're like. <laughs> I don't even get like the, the audible <laughs> behind him. I just like a. That's the a, just the exhaling out the nose. Yeah. It's a very polite, I didn't like it. No, that's a, I liked it. It's a very humorous Kind of joke. Do it's you, not written by a comedian. Do you but think a when a humorist? <laughs> yes. Do you think when you laugh, if you like nod, you mean it, and if you like shaking your head, you're like, "Oh, that was a shitty joke," without even thinking about it. When you're on stage? No, no, no. When you're in an audience. Oh, when I'm in an audience, I don't, I don't know what I do. Uh, well, whatever. Like, Thanks for joining us, everyone. <laughs> We're gonna go ramble in the other room without microphones in our face. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, go fuck yourself. As always. <laughs>